following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcasting Network. For a full list of our shows, as well as breaking sports news and engaging feature stories, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com. Yeah, welcome to a special edition of the Functional Sportsaholic. We are proud partners of the Underdog Sports Podcasting Network. You can also find us on Podcast One. Uh, you would normally be listening to Sean and Sam, but today we have a special guest, Eric the Baseball Lama. So you are listening to Sean and Baseball Lama. Eric, how's it going, man? Going well, my friend. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, you know, it's uh, just another day of the grind, as we always say. Um, so I wanted to bring you on and talk a little bit, um, you know, kind of like a, a pre-spring training teaser. We, I, we do this periodically every month or so, and, and we did it during the season last year. We just kind of want to see, okay, where are the teams? You know, there are still some big names out there in free agency, obviously, you know, Harper and Machado at least as of, as of the time of this recording, but it's pretty it's pretty safe to say they'll be out there, um, you know, into February or something like that. But um, what I'd like to do is just kind of quickly talk about where we are with the divisions, um, see if, you know, last year's uh, favorites carry over into this year, see if there are any kind of teams that might make a run. The, the one thing I'll say out there for our listeners is that Eric, as long as I have known him, has just been dialed into kind of farm systems player development. He always kind of knows when to buy low on teams and when to sell high. Uh, so I, I just want to pick your brain about 2019. Again, this is pre-spring training, so I'm not going to hold you to it. Um, when we uh, when we get through spring training and we're into the first, you know, maybe the week before the week of the the, the season open, I'm going to come out for your official predictions. But uh, with that said, let's go ahead and start in the National League East. That's your favorite division because you root for the Braves. Um, the Braves made the playoffs last year, so I won't uh, I won't rag you too bad if you if you make a homer pick here. But where do you see this uh, this division going? And of course, you know, again, for everybody out there, uh, you know, if Harper ends up in Philadelphia, it could change some things. But let's just focus on where where they are today. Uh, yeah, um, I yeah, I do agree. It's it's this could change in two days. It could change in a week. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot going on right now. I do still think the Braves have the have the East going on and it's, it's so close. Um, if the nationals bring back Harper, you know, as of right now, unless the Braves make another move, I might switch to the nationals. But for right now, I think the Braves have it. I like what the Mets have done, but I don't quite think it's enough just because I, they're the Mets. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> that's pretty much the best way I can put it. They're the Mets. They're, they're going to find a way to, to do something <laughs> to mess it up. Uh, you know, well, I the mean, their, their rotation though, their rotation is still sick. Oh, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. Um, but can it stay healthy altogether for a full season? That's where it comes in. And, you know, yeah, I mean, they're they're a team that is definitely going to be interesting this year. The Phillies, they've made some more moves and they look good on paper, but they seem to forget you have to play defense. And they're they're still going to be one of the worst defensive teams in the league, and that's going to cost them a lot of games as it did last year. Yep, and then uh, the Marlins. I mean, they're just just in the doldrums, right? I mean, do they have any hope for the future? They've fallen below your your Orioles for worst oh run gosh. organization in in uh, baseball. So That's I'm going to say maybe for the future, sure, if things pan out. But <laughs> I I wouldn't put much faith into them if I were a fan, which I don't know that anybody is at this stage. Yeah, and by the way, please please don't mention that uh, that I that I root for the Orioles. It's embarrassing. 
<laughs> well, let's just pretend I let's just pretend that they're not. I mean, that, that ah, gosh, you know, ever since um, um, the Nationals came over from from Montreal and the, the local market decreased, I mean, Angelos has just been just awful and uh, and things are not going to look up there. I, I just always work, root for the teams with the worst ownership. If you have bad ownership, it's just not going to go for you. So let's just get over that depressing topic. I know we're going to bring it up again. When we get to the AL East anyway. Um, so let's uh, let's move it over to uh, National League Central. Uh, what do you think, man? Cubs, Cards. I'm gonna Brewers. say actually, I'm going Cardinals. Um, the Brewers, their rotation over overachieved last year in a big way, and it worries me a bit. And the Cubs are kind of stagnant to what they were last year. I think the Cardinals have improved. I think the Cardinals had injuries last year that kept them down, um, and that's a that's a team that I'm really looking for to have a good year. Uh, how do you feel about the Cubs, uh, their prospects? Do you think they're, I mean, they're going to be fighting over wild card, you know, obviously at, at a minimum here. So how do you yeah. feel about them coming back in 2019? I think, yeah, um, I've actually, we'll get ahead of ourselves a little bit. Yeah, I've got them grabbing one of the wild cards. Um, I yeah. think they're going to, you know, offensively, they're still a really good team. Um, if Darvish comes back and pitches like he's capable of, um, that makes a big difference for their team. Um, but overall, yeah. They're, they're a solid team. They're not going anywhere. They haven't fallen off the cliff, and they did what they did last year with, you know, trouble in the second half offensively, and Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo not really being themselves. Sure. Okay. Uh, what about uh, the Pirates? What do you think about them? Yeah, I think we talked about this last year, just after the uh, the deadline when they made that move yeah. for Archer. I didn't <laughs> get it. Um, I I think they just have lost ground. They you know they had their little window. Um, and I think they're kind of just grasping at, at straws They They don't have it to compete with the Cardinals or the Cubs or the Brewers. Um, and to be honest with you, I think the Reds have, have surpassed them as well at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They're a team that kind of intrigues me too, with the addition, you know, the trade they made with the Dodgers there. You got Puig, you have Kemp there now, um, Alex Wood. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily see them as contenders, um, with, you know, to, to get past Chicago, uh, Milwaukee yeah. and, and, uh, St. Louis there, but they're intriguing, right? They are. They're going to score a lot of runs, and they're going to put a lot of pressure on on the other teams in that division. They're pitching. You know, they, they still need another guy or two. Um, you mentioned Puig. He's a guy I think is going to have a big year in that park. Um, you mentioned Kemp, who I, I'm not as sure about um, putting him in a location that has endless skyline chili is <laughs> probably not a good combination. <laughs> yeah, but it goes right through you. It might be a diuretic. I don't know. I mean, every every year you watch him, he has a good first half, and then he kind of balloons. <laughs> and I don't mean statistics in the second half. Um, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good insight, man. So maybe they just need to uh, have a nutritionist on staff there in the in the yeah. locker room, man. They, they, they have some nice spreads there in the locker room after the games. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, maybe a little less pizza, a little bit more, uh, I don't know, granola. Kombucha? <laughs> I naturally, naturally, that would be the one. All right, let's move it over to the West. It's Dodgers, right? Uh, yeah, the, there hasn't been much. I mean, the Rockies, I think, will be right on their tail all year. Um, and it wouldn't stun me if the Rockies pulled it out. But uh, the the Dodgers right now, they're kind of just lying in the weeds. And I'm waiting for them to strike and make that big move to, you know, really grab in somebody like a Kluber or mm-hmm. Real Muto or somebody. So I don't think the Dodgers are done. And they already are the favorite out there. I think it'll stick. Okay, and then Colorado. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves for uh, for wild card, but you see them doing well. Uh, what about the rest of the division? You got San Diego, Arizona, and I feel like I'm missing one more. Uh, San Francisco. 
Yes. Yeah. San Francisco is kind of at the bottom of the barrel and I think they'll stay there for this year. Um, and they're kind of fighting that rebuild. Um, although I think they really should kind of go for that. So I really wouldn't see much from them other than maybe the most excitement you'll see would be at the deadline if they trade uh, Bumgarner unless he goes this offseason. Um, the Padres, they're a young team. They're looking at you know ways to improve, but I still think they're about a year or two out. Um, they could make they could kind of pull what the Braves did last year and be a surprise team next year. I just don't see it this year. Okay. And then yeah, you mentioned Arizona, but they're kind of going backwards. They've traded. Uh, and they made some moves. They're trading a few guys away. They lost uh, Pollock. They traded away Goldschmidt, like I said. And yeah, I, they're, they're kind of going downward a little bit. And they're kind of hanging in fourth place by the end of the year, I believe. All right. All right. So um, wild cards, how do you feel those are going to shake out? I think Rockies and Cubs is what we're looking at. So pretty, pretty similar. Um, we'll have a pretty similar playoff pack, I think, as of right now. Anyway, and again, you know, this is something that can change in in two days with the way we're going in the off season. So yeah, very good. And um, you know, if, if you had to make a pick today, who do you think is going to represent the National League? Um, right now, and I, I I hate myself for it, but the Cardinals. Um, I think they're a team going to go and have it. Have, they've got a good young staff. If they can stay healthy. It, it's going to be a, a long year for them in the good way. Very good. Hey, it's Sean Ryan here. And one of my 2019 resolutions was to make the podcast bigger and better than the last. And what I'm about to offer exceeds anything I was expecting. Well, thanks to my friends at betonline.ag, a once in a lifetime trip to NFL's biggest game of the year. You heard that right, everybody. A weekend trip to the big game for two people is happening. How do you enter for a chance to attend the big game on February 3rd? All you have to do is sign up on betonline.ag for all the information. I'm not sure what kind of gift you got this holiday season, but I'm betting, it's pun intended, everybody, I'm betting it's not as good as a paid flight, paid hotel, VIP, tailgate party, and tickets to the big game for you and a friend, family member, or significant other. Our exclusive partners at betonline.ag has the golden tickets, and this is your opportunity to place a bet yourself. Don't miss out. The promotion ends January 25th. Visit betonline.ag today. Get to that big game. And Okay, so let's move it over now to the American League East. Um, let's try, I know we're going to talk about the Orioles, but let's try to make it brief. Uh, but uh, let's let's start at the top of the division. Uh, you got the Yankees and the, and the Red Sox, obviously, to kind of duke it out. How do you see that going? Um, you know, I was leaning Red Sox prior to this recording, and this would be breaking news if you know if we were live. But with the Yankees signing Odovino, just kind of really took a look back at that team, and I think they can hang with the Red Sox offensively. The rotation not quite as good, but pretty, but about on par. But that. Basically, I can just say it's Hail Hydra when it comes to their bullpen. It's, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's insane. They signed Odovino now. They've got Britton. They've got, um, you know, Chapman already there. They've got Batansis. They have Warren. It's 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 frightening what they have in, it, that, in yeah, that bullpen. It, it really is a team that's built to try to shut down Boston, right? And I guess Houston as well. But, um, you know, it, it's a team that, okay, try to starters give us, you know, six to seven good quality innings. And then uh, we'll just shut them down after that. They are. Yeah, they are they're built for the for the postseason right now because lately you watch it and it's the bullpen that wins the postseason for you. That's what gets you to the yeah. World Series. That's what gets you through it, and that's what they've done. They have just a, a downright filthy bullpen right now. That'll get you there, man. We saw how important it was last year. So, uh, so the Red Sox would obviously be number two, um, and we won't get over ahead of ourselves. But I, I, 
I would suspect that they'll probably be in your mix for a wild card spot. But let's let's save that for a little bit. How do you f- feel about the Red Sox and what they've been doing in the offseason? Um, they've been surprisingly quiet, I think, to this point. Um, they still need to add to that bullpen. Um, they brought back Evaldi, who, you know, was a yeah. hero for them last year. And, you know, he'll really solidify. He's a solid, you know, mid-rotation guy for them. I think yeah, Bryce... Like, was been, he number three? They're number three in their rotation there, or is he number four? He is, I believe, their number three behind Price right. and... Um, Sale. On sale, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, they they need a little work in their pen. They're not bringing back Kimbrell from the looks of it unless his market tanks, um, which I, I can't imagine it will. Um, but they'll they'll make a couple additions here and there to that bullpen to solidify it, I'm sure, at some point. Speaking of uh, Kimbrell, what, what's the latest on him? Are there any rumors, any teams that he's associated with? Um, I mean, there's I think a lot of it is going to depend on what the Phillies do. Um, sure. I think if they can't get Harper or even if they do you know, get him, then they can switch, shift their focus. Um, I think they have designs on bringing him in. Um, you know, the Braves are always going to kind of be that team that they people associate him with just because he grew up there. Um, and that's that's not going to happen unless he's willing to take a three to four year deal at a much lower rate. Um, so th- there's not been a lot of talk on him just yet. It's been pretty quiet. But with Odovino just signing now, he's he's the only, you know, elite guy left out there. Um, so you'll start to see some moves going pretty soon with spring training approaching. Very good. Okay, and the Rays, how are they looking? The Rays, they are a team I am uh, I'm very high on. I like what they did. They they surprised a lot of people with a huge second half last year, and it wasn't a fluke. Um, they added Charlie Morton to boost that bullpen, yeah. or I'm sorry, to boost the rotation, which you know you're basically putting him in as an upgrade over Archer. And you know people might argue that, but Archer, you know, if you look at our rankings, I'm not high on Archer whatsoever. Um, you know, Morton, good young, you know, good, good veteran pitcher can do some some good things for that rotation. And I would look out for the Rays this year. Very good. Uh, uh, Blue Jays. They are kind of just kind of hanging around. Um, they can always score some runs. Their pitching is so hit or miss right now um, with Stroman, who, you know, have a good year and then just kind of, you know, bottomed out last year and had a tough year. Um, Sanchez, you know, another one who had a really good year a couple of years ago and then just hasn't quite found it again. Um, so they're, you know, they're, they're a team that's always just kind of, kind of be there, but not the best, not the worst. They'll just kind of hang around and yeah, I don't know. They haven't quite figured it out yet. And then, uh, yeah, the Orioles are the porta potty, the bottom of the porta potty there in that division. So let's just let's just kick it over, to, so as not to <laughs> not so as not to depress me. Let's kick it over to the uh, the Central. So who do you got there? Indians, um, if they I, can bring Kluber back, or I don't think. Well, I mean, yeah. Regardless of whether they trade Kluber or not, they, they still have they're still the class of the division. And that's solely because you know the Twins haven't done enough to really put themselves back in that position. Um, the White Sox are trying like hell, and if they can bring yeah. in Machado, I'm pretty sure we haven't seen the last of them. And you know, I think they're going to do more if they can bring in Machado. I think they'll take that as a sign of, all right, we're going for it, and they're going to make a couple other moves. Yeah, that's um, one. Th- the, the, speaking of the White Sox, that that's a team that, as we were working on this book, and you know, I was getting all of your insight and analysis, and you know, some of the moves they've been making and all that stuff. That's the team that, just as a, as re- reading your kind of. Um, you know, your, your, I don't know, not dissertation, but just your write up of them, right? Your predictions of, of things, how things are going. I thought, mm, you know what? The White Sox look like they're on the verge. Maybe not this year. Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's the year after that. But uh, somebody that could get really feisty and be a, a pain in the butt team and, and maybe catch fire at the right time of the year. Yep, I agree. They're, they're a team that could make some things happen this year if the cards fall right, if they get the right guys in here. 
Um, you know, Eloy Jimenez, one of their young prospects, is going to come up at some point this season. Uh, I'm guessing right after what I call the uh, the you know the um, well, they call it the Super Two cutoff or whatever you want to call it. I basically just say they're dodging you know salary <laughs> obligations. Sure, so they can keep an extra year. Um, but he'll be up and he's going to have a nice impact on them. So I think yeah, you're definitely looking at 2020 where you might see a changing of the guard in that AL Central or start to see that happening um, this year. You know, right now it's still the Indians um, division unless, uh, you know, unless the White Sox make a few really, really big moves going forward. All right. So how do you feel? We have the uh, we have the Royals and uh, the Tigers left. How do you feel about them? Um, yeah, if I were a fan of either team, I wouldn't really be, you know, in a, in a good sh- uh, frame of mind coming into the season. But that's to be expected. Um, the Royals missed their window to rebuild, you know, two years ago. Um, so they're. <sighs> They've got a couple of interesting players. You know, Whit Merrifield's really good. Um, I think Adalberto Mondesi is a guy that yeah. um, is primed for a breakout this year. Um, but you're looking at a battle for fourth place, place between those two teams. Um, the Tigers, it's going to get really ugly if they trade Castellanos. So there you go. Yeah. All right. So let's hit the uh, let's hit the West. Uh, how do you feel about that division, man? Uh, it's still the uh, it's still the Astros game, um, and I don't think they're done. I think they're still going to add to the rotation. Um, yeah, no, it, there's really no question at this point. It's still the Astros. They're the class of that division, and, and you know they're going to be right down there till till the end, really, in the playoffs. All right, number two. Um, at this point, I'd still say you're looking at the A's. They made a lot of strides last year. I'm not sure if that rotation can hold up. But they're they're going to be hanging around there, battling with the Angels, I think, for second in that division. All right, and so and then I guess it would be uh, the the Angels at number three, then. Yeah, but I think you can easily slot the Mariners. Um, you know, they're they're an interesting team. <sighs> you know, they're going to score some runs as designed right now, but the way Depoto goes, um, I don't know. They could trade, uh, you know, Edwin Encarnacion and Jay Bruce for a Whataburger in in a couple of days. So. <laughs> I really don't know what's going on in there. Um, they're going to score some runs. Their pitching staff, eh, you know, is one of those just kind of hanging in the weeds. So they they could finish anywhere between fourth and fifth, really. Yeah, and then you got the Rangers, um, which is also going to be at the bottom of the division, right? Any any uh, any source of hope for the Rangers this year? Um, I I you know I really don't see it. Um, I really don't. I think they're a couple years out at least, and they've got to make some some moves. They should make some trades. They've got some good young guys on that roster, um, like Mazzara is really solid, um, and I think he's going to keep improving, but I don't know. I think they, they hung their hat too much on a guy like Joey, Joey Gallo, who, man, can that guy hit a ton when he hits it, but a lot of strikeouts. Uh, <laughs> that's, another, that's another thing I noticed when I was building that uh, draft tool, the, the Excel draft tool and everything. I was just like, my gosh, like I was looking at his offensive numbers, like, what the hell? Like, um, you know, I, I'm surprised that he wasn't more well thought of. And then I saw the strikeout number. It's like, hmm, OK, well, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he could just figure out how to make contact, you know, with the ball and just not whiff all the time. But, uh, you know, it is. He's like that guy. Uh, was it Adam Dunn a few years ago um, that, you know, he would just clobber like 50 home runs and then, you know, get like homers, 700 strike home <laughs> strike 50 homers 200 strikeouts and 150 walks i don't know it was crazy yeah um so okay so wild card red Sox, and who else <laughs> uh i'm gonna go with the race at this point um oh, wow. I like okay done. um i think they're a you know an interesting team but there's a lot of that's the other thing is in the american league there are so many teams who really aren't 
let's just say they're not really trying um, at this point. You know what I mean? Right. But the Rays, they've made that effort. They showed what they can do, and they can hang with those guys. Um, and they added to the team. Um, so they're going to be an they're going to be a, a dangerous team that I think could if you know if everything if thing goes the way you know they want it to they could definitely challenge um you know the yankees and the red Sox. but i definitely think uh you're gonna see three teams out of that division in the playoffs as wow. things stand right now all right and then uh world series odds i mean we kind of teased them but i'm guessing you're gonna go with the yankees at this point i am um they're they're built for the playoffs they're built for uh with that bullpen the way that they have to go and i think that's going to be the difference maker for them and, you know, if if uh, anybody from the MLB office is listening, you know, hearing a Yankees Cardinals World Series is pretty much a dream come true for them. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> wise. Uh, and I got to yeah. say, um, you know, again, just based purely on on how you've been talking about it, I'm, I'm guessing you're probably going to go with the Yankees over the Cardinals if you had to make a pick today. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I can hear the pain in your voice. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing my you know most of my family members don't listen to this because I would never hear the end of it. Um, well, they're missing out. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm talking more like you know my mother who isn't you know <laughs> she'll say oh yeah, the best baseball team ever but you know <laughs> yeah of that's the extent of it so you know. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can uh, we can tie a ribbon on that um, episode, that special edition there. Just want to remind everybody, so we've been talking about, you know, obviously the, the book that uh, Eric and I co-wrote. If you want to check it out, it's uh, Amazon.com. Just search for 2019 Fantasy Baseball Almanac and Draft Guide. You can also search for my name, Sean Ryan, or Eric's name, Eric Zimmerman. Um, you know, with that, you, you get direct access, um, to us. I mean, you have, uh, within the the text there, you'll get, uh, information on how to email us directly. So if you have any questions, if you want, you know, um, some, some changes to the customizable draft tool, all that stuff, you can either talk with Eric or myself and, uh, and we're the ones communicating with you directly on that. So it's kind of free off season and season support. And if you just want to talk fantasy baseball, ask some questions, you know, show us your draft results. That's awesome too. Um, I am at, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at TFS underscore Sean. That's S E A N. I believe Eric is at TFS underscore Eric. If I'm not mistaken, Eric with a C, not, uh, not like Eric the great with a K or anything like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so check it out and, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely better value than any other crap on the market. I can tell you that I might be a little biased with that, but, uh, but it's very true. <laughs> uh, I also want to say, uh, thanks once again to, uh, to betonline.ag. If you haven't checked them out, do so. They are awesome. I love them. We always have, uh, you know, kind of Dave Mason on these programs as well. Love talking to that guy, uh, bet online. They, they got what you need, uh, from a gambling perspective. Uh, so everybody hope you go out, be good this week.